calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious sh Welcome to episode 72 of the 88 Miles Per Hour podcast, the podcast that goes into the DeLorean and back in time to give you all those nostalgic feels. My name is Max, and with me as always is Chelsea. What's up, guys? How you doing? And of course, we have our co-host, Chris. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, the one time Max can do the intro in one try, <laughs> I'll let you guys know, because it took him like four times again. It's all good. It's just, I'm, you know, it's awkward. <laughs> Intros are awkward. I guess and so. Do you ever have like a, a smooth intro? Like when you first meet somebody, you're like, hey, what's up? Hey, that was a great first encounter. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. I let people know when they first meet me if they mess up that, uh, you know, they need to try again. So. Yeah. First encounters are quite awkward, <laughs> which actually makes it more enjoyable. Um, anyways, hey guys, it is September. <laughs> we are in September. We're finally in September. Uh, and we are going to be focusing on horror between now and till the end of October. So uh, buckle up, because it's going to be a fantastic Halloween season. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're super stoked. And this week's episode, we're going to a decade we've never been before. Yeah. We're going to the 70s. Cue the disco. Yeah. Yep. Barely the 70s, but yeah. we got them. Yeah, so yeah. 1979, we are talking about Alien, the classic. But uh, first, before we get to that, uh, Chelsea, you had quite an adventure this past weekend. Do you want to tell us about um, it? I had a really cool uh, adventure on this past Sunday. Um, me and a friend went up to Burbank. Um, and wow. there's a place in Burbank, uh, Magnolia, Magnolia Street, I think it's called in Burbank has a lot of these cool stores. So like one store is called Halloween Town yep. and it's open year round and mm -hmm. it's a Halloween store. It's really cool. They actually have three locations, one just for adult costumes, one for kids costumes, and then my favorite which is like books, music, toys, artwork, stuff for your house, t-shirts, I mean everything. Um, and that's my favorite store. Then you go down a little further and they've got uh, Dark Delicacies, which is just a horror bookstore, which is really cool. That it's place been there for cool. a long time. That place is super cool. Is that your first time at Halloween Town? No, uh, no I've been a bunch. Okay. I've been a bunch of times. I try to go, you know, not every year, but like at least, you know, once every couple of years. And then uh, there's this other place, which I hadn't really been into um, that much, but I had heard about it. It's called uh, Bearded Ladies Mystic Museum. And they do, so it's like um, inside they've got like taxidermy and Ouija boards and retro, or not retro, but antique kind of things like that. Um, and then what they do is like on one side is a uh, art museum kind of thing. So uh, before they've done a art museum or like an art show of The Shining, oh. which oh, I wow. wish I could have seen. That's cool. They did one for... Vampira and The Shape of Water, like a combo. Oh, wow. They did one that was Tales from the Crypt against oh, cool. Goosebumps. Huh. Against? So they're like... Or like, not against, but, but just with, like with. together. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, with gotcha. it. That's cool. Um, but what they've done before, and this is actually the second time they've done it, is uh, it's called Slashback Video. 
And um, I didn't get to see the first one. But I actually got to see some of this stuff at Midsummer Scream, the Halloween convention I went to. Right, uh, right. In, I think it was July. Um, and Slash Break Video is like my dream. It's so amazing. Uh, what they do is they make it look like an old uh, video store. Um, and inside it's all horror titles. They're all, bo- you know, with all the boxes. Some Now, there's some sections is like art. Like they've taken like maybe a, a video box and like enhanced it. Like they have like a Beetlejuice one with like the snake coming out. Yeah, the same that's cool. snake coming out. Um, that was really cool. For the most part, it's just showcasing a lot of um, awesome, like you know, VHS box covers. So none. It's uh, just a museum. None of it's for like for sale or anything. No, I think they had some posters for sale. Okay. They also have. Okay. Um, uh, they have like a yeah posters for sale. Um, I bought a keychain that's like a VHS that says Slashback Video on it. They had T-shirts. That's cool. They had a mug. Um, you know, items like that. But none of uh, none of like the VHS stuff was for sale. Gotcha. Or so it's just like but, a display mostly. Yeah, it's all. It's just like basically an art. It's it's an art installation, but that's the art awesome. installation still sounds cool. VHS eighties VHS horror you know that's stuff. Cool. Um, they had uh, they had a video game that you could play. <clears throat> they had like a video game corner which was really cool. Um, posters of Elvira, you know, old um, stand-up card, kind of like cardboard cutout, but like stuff to like advertise films. Right. I think it was for Children of the Corn or something like that. Mm, I love that movie. Posters everywhere. I, I put a picture of it on the on the Instagram. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure you guys saw it. Um, and uh, it was it's just amazing. I was just like, this is the coolest thing. Because you could just spend a lot, I mean, me and my friend went in there, and we basically were like, have you seen this movie? Oh, it's so cool. Like, have you seen this one? No, you should watch it. Like, we just talk about memories of each movie. Um, They kind of grouped them into sections a little bit. Um, For the most part, that was a little kind of random. You know, they had a counter, and inside the counter, it looked like you could buy, like, car, baseball cards, and things like that. So we did that. That was awesome. I really wanted to see that. And then he was like, hey, you know what? Let's go um, you know, since we're not too far away, let's go look at the filming locations for Halloween. I was up in your hood. <laughs> I was up in, I was in South Pasadena, though. Oh, wow. I don't know where, where you, where do you live? Are you I'm from that area? Where? Pasadena. Okay, like so I was in 10 minutes north. South Pasadena. Yeah. And I went, I'm sure, because you don't live that far away. I'm sure you've been to, like, maybe some of the places I've been. Yeah, I drive there? by it all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, it's it's cool to me because I don't. For sure. Where yeah, actually, went, um, where was it filmed? It's South Pass. It's like on, it? it's like on Mission Street, right off of Mission. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to um they they so in Halloween they have the Myers house and I guess it was moved from its original ro- yeah. location because uh-huh. they built some other kind of apartments or something and they moved it over um and it's like in a um I think it's like an insurance office or something. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly but, what it is. And it's uh, right by the met- metro station. It's insurance office. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's a place right next to it, a house that someone bought, and has made into, like, a gallery. That's cool. I didn't know that that was there. That's really cool. Yeah. Really? This girl, she was nice. Her name, it's called, uh, I'll give him a shout out, Sugar, I think it's called Sugar Mint Gallery. And it's an old house. Did you go? And they, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I went in. And there's a lot of artwork from Halloween, like, you know, artwork Halloween, different stuff. And then there was a whole room that was, like, Hocus Pocus. Oh, wow. And um, it's really cool. It looks like they're going to do, like, events there. Like, I saw on their Instagram, they're setting up, like, a screen in the back to play movies That's and cool. do different events, uh, do have different, like, art 
I think they were going to do like a night before Christmas one soon. That's so cool. we did that, uh, saw the Myers house, saw Laurie Strode's house, um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. That was really cool. They had pumpkins like sitting out, like, I guess all the time that you can go and take a picture or something. I don't know. Um, then the hedge, you know, the hedge where he pops out. That right. was really cool. We walked by that. And then, uh, just for fun, we went and looked at uh, a couple houses from back to the future. Right. Um, we did like Biff's. Yeah. Rain, George, and then the Gamble House, which yeah. I've never, I always wanted to go see the Gamble House. So it was a really fun day packed with like, you know, all this horror <laughs> stuff going cool. on. And uh, it was it, so fun. Isn't yeah. it funny how big the Gamble House is? Like you look it's at huge. it really? and you're like, Doc Brown can't live here. Like this, is this dude like hustling on the side? Is he selling inventions? It's like, like a mansion? Oh, it's huge. Wow. It's super big. Yeah, well, you know, he lives in that house in 1955 only, because I think he came from wealth, and then in, this, right. you know, in 1985, I, you know, he, I think he kind of became kooky or fell from grace or yeah. whatever, right. and uh, then he's just, technically at that point, he's just living in the garage. That's true. So, yeah. That is but anyway. True, but it is a big house. No, yeah. okay, so my questions are, uh, did you have yeah. to pay to go to the video store? Is there a um, you have to pay to go to Slashback Video. Uh, it's ten bucks, okay. and then you have to pay to get into the uh, Halloween gallery house that's right next door. And that's how much, or that's free? Uh, they are both ten dollars. Oh, both of them. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, okay, um, that's but cool. it's not bad because I, I feel good supporting what they're doing too. Like I, you know, I mean, how are they gonna keep yeah, it up? Sure, yeah, they yeah, they have to keep it. it. So ten bucks um, isn't outrageous. No, that's pretty cool. But it was, uh, yeah, it's, it was just really cool, really fun. Uh, it really got me in the mood to watch a lot of horror movies and get into like Halloween and stuff. Tonight's the first night of Not Scary Farm. Just saying, that's tonight. I've been like live stream, like people have been like going and live stream. I get so excited, real excited. And then Saturday, um, first time, my first visit to Halloween Horror Nights oh, at wow. Universal Studios Hollywood. You're excited. I'm pumped. I heard it's good. <laughs> It's it's already been open for like what a week? It Has opened it? last uh, last weekend. It opened. Freaking uh, what is it? Disneyland has been open the day after Labor yeah. Day. They've been open since the beginning. Oh, their Halloween theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go Mickey real early. They milk that dude. Yeah, dude. They make oh, money. definitely. But uh, Disney yeah, says when whenever. So huh? Yep. And yeah. uh, and I got my knots and I got my haunt pass too, so I'm oh, ready wow. to start going. All right. Well, there's uh, Chelsea's update <laughs> on all things horror. So there's a lot of things out there right now in September and October, especially in, in L.A., Southern California. Uh, really, Halloween yeah. has not become is, – is, it has become more of a season, not just one yeah. day. So Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, um, it's crazy. I pretty much I – I follow this, like, newsletter. I think it was through Midsummer Scream I was looking at today. And it basically, like, laid out all the stuff kind of in our area, L.A. and kind of Orange County area. And it was telling, you know, Queen Mary, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, um, Six Flags – uh, you know, everything like that, all, all of them laid out. Haunted Hayride in L.A. They mentioned plays going on in Fullerton, Night of the Living Dead, uh, different different plays going around. Uh, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show at midnight in Long Beach. Oh, okay. uh, I want to actually experience I've never that. done Which that. Which I think I'm going to be it. going. Um, you guys should go sometime. It's uh, midnight at the Art Theater in Long Beach. And I, I think I'm going to go maybe the first weekend or... 
second weekend of October. It's, it doesn't start till midnight, so you're, you're good. Okay. But I definitely want to go to that. That's yeah. really fun. That's cool. Um, and then, of course, so you got all those going on, and then you have uh, a lot of screenings going on. So I got tickets to go to um, up in L.A. to go see a screening of um, – the Invisible Man and the Wolf Man on 35 millimeter so cool. uh, oh, wow. double feature. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, but they've cool. got tons of that going on. I, I mean, just there's a lot you can do, and I'm like going for it. I this can't year. remember if it was the 50th or 65th anniversary of for what? the the Creature from the Black Lagoon. I want to say 50th because it came out a little later. So I'm trying to do my math. Yeah, that was like uh, later. Yeah. yeah. So um, I saw it at the New Beverly Cinemas, the the one that's in. Kind yeah, quit cool. Tarantino yeah. owns that one. So I've never been, it's, though. It's super awesome. Right now, I think they're closed for renovations, and they've been closed yeah. for a long time. But anyways, what, I saw, like... I think they've been using it for his new movie. I think they've been filming in there. Is that what it is? Because oh. he owns it, yeah. yeah that's I, what they I, said, maybe. Because usually I try to see one classic horror movie there during October, but I saw the Creature from the Black Lagoon in the old school... 3D, the red and blue, oh, and it was like cool. the original film and stuff. And they had like I think, not the director. They had a, they had somebody, one of the creators of the movie that was there, and they were he was like super old, and they were talking about it. So super that's cool. cool stuff. Hey, so there's uh there's Chelsea's update. Uh, Chris, <laughs> what have you been up to, man? Hey, man. Uh, well, I recently went to two events. I went to um. Corn, their 20th anniversary for Fall of the Leader. Uh, and I also saw um, Game of Thrones in Ooh. concert. So they actually had, like, the characters? and No, so basically, <laughs> um, if awesome. you're not familiar with the show, there's a lot. I don't know. What, have you seen it, uh, Game of Thrones, Chelsea? Oh, yeah, I love it, yeah. What would you consider kind of music? Like, classical? I, I, it's, it's a you know, it's like it's stuff scores. that they would yeah. play in, like, Lord of the Rings. It's like soundtrack uh yeah it's orchestrated so it's you know it's that type of you know movie it's a film score quality. yeah so they took a lot of the scenes from that from uh game of thrones they played on a big screen uh sometimes there'd be no audio from the actual scene and sometimes there'd be audio and they'd actually play the scores and stuff that were in that scene during the show and uh, i don't know how to say his name but uh ramen de ramin Jawadi. Yes, that's how you say. It. You said it last time, mm-hmm. so he was actually there com- composing. Uh, that's cool. And um, I guess that night too, he announced that uh, he had just found out he won an Emmy. So it was a pretty cool night, and that's I cool. didn't realize how hardcore some people will go with this. You know, there was a bunch of cosplay. Um, bunch of pe- I saw a bunch of people with like Game of Thrones tattoos. There was a huge line for merch, but I, of course I waited to get some. And uh, it was just really cool, and people were just cheering and shouting during like certain scenes. I don't want to spoil anything, but like during like when certain people would die or certain people would say things, and uh, it was just great. I took my parents there for uh, their Christmas gift from last year. <laughs> I nice. couldn't I couldn't figure out what to, I couldn't figure out what to get them. So last year I bought them Game of Thrones. Just said, hey, we That's can't really use cool. this until September, and they were cool. Then it was it was really cool. It was Their great. fans too. Then yeah. I got them into it. Uh, it was a little awkward watching the first couple seasons with them. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of nudity in the first season. But once season. they get rid of the nudity, the sex and all that, then, you know, just basic bloody and gory uh, episodes aren't as bad. Uh, and then um, I actually saw, like I said, Corn. Uh, I was a big fan growing up in elementary school. 
I can't believe, yeah. Yeah, that the <laughs> album came out when I was like I the album came out when I was like maybe ten or eleven. But I didn't start listening to them until I was like twelve. And uh they sound exactly the same. I saw them back in two thousand five. Also, yeah, almost K Rock's almost acoustic Christmas, so they were great. Um, I had a good time, and actually, I have a fun fact later to share about uh, Corn and the movie Alien. So, oh. which I actually found out recently, which is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Uh, what about you, Max? I haven't done anything like <laughs> cool or podcast related, really. I started a a new job, and I'm a uh, flag football coach, so I've been doing a lot of. You know, stuff like that and little giant stuff. So little you wear, giants? Like, a whistle oh, around man. your neck and oh, like have like really high, oh, yeah. like do you have like really high shorts that you pull up and like you blow the whistle and you're yeah. like oh. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. And I'm always That's what I imagine. And, yeah. You got like I dad sh- shoes on and stuff. Totally and yeah. I show my thighs up. No, I do have a coach look going on. Because you gotta you gotta look the part. You posted uh, a picture. Coach. Where'd you post it? Couch. Yeah, I go <laughs> what <was laughs> What's up, couch? Uh <laughs> One of the well, I was talking to one of my players, and I, in the context, I forgot what it was. I go, what's because I had I was like, hey, make sure you go and say Max, and then they're like, just say. I go, just tell them I I sent you, and then they're like, looked at me and go, you know my name, right? And he goes, no. I'm like, Max. <laughs> everyone just calls me Coach. So yeah. So uh, no, but on this past week, uh, Chris and I went to a Dodger game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it was really exciting. Uh, it was an important uh, series against the Rockies, but... We went with our dads. We went with our dads, uh, which they don't really hang out that much. But anyways, so uh, freaking... A- <laughs> there oh, was yeah. like a rotten animal that was kept farting around us. It was, it was awful. Like, it was so bad. And like, I kept on, I was like, dude, who is doing that? And you know, you're surrounded by like... 50 people within, you know, yeah. two feet, and you're just like, this is, like... It, but it was, like, a, a it, consistent every 30 seconds, so it, it kind of took the fun away from the game. It is. It was happened uh. so much, and it was, like, this, like, horrible stench, and it wasn't, like, a fart. It really smelled like, like, death. It smelled, like, so bad, and I was just like, this is There are awful. corpses under the seat. It was awful, dude. <laughs> and I'm looking around, I'm like... But who's we, the jerk that keeps on ripping one? Yeah. Like it's disgusting. And it was getting like, like to a point where we we're being loud about it because actually it was very annoying. <laughs> I get people who have uh, have, to, have to pass gas, but it was like for a good hour. Wow, like, that's like yeah. Every ten minutes. But like uh, we we thought we mentioned it because it's actually kind of ruined the game a little bit. That's how bad it was. It's like wow, watching a movie and someone doing that the whole time too. So she's not impressed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so that's, but that's the highlight of Max's week. Yeah, people farting. All right, so uh, we introduced uh, a new game in episode 70. Oh, yeah. It's called Have You Seen It? And so what this game is all about is Chelsea has five kind of obscure movies, mm. and she tries to stump Chris and I. Yeah. And, um, she probably will. Yeah, we have five popular movies that we think Chelsea hasn't seen that you know, most people are like, oh, I've seen that movie. But uh, as as we know, if you listen to this podcast, Chelsea doesn't. She's like the hip, the, the hipster of our yes. uh, group. She she doesn't do that that mainstream stuff. She could yeah. make up. She could make up a movie name, and I'd believe her. <laughs> so uh, her her well is is definitely very deep as far as movie knowledge and uh, obscurity. But she has she's gone over the kind of popular movies. But uh, so here we go. So here's the game. So. 
we got five movies, she's got five movies, and we're going to go back and forth. Uh, Chelsea won last time. Uh, we'll see who wins this one. Okay. Round. All right. Uh, Ladies first. So, here I go. Okay. Um, so, I made this list, and I'm thinking maybe... I feel like you've probably seen some. I don't know, but we'll try. Okay, here we go. First movie is a horror movie. And I think it was made in the 70s. Um, and it takes place in a mortuary. And that movie is called Phantasm. No. <laughs> You've never seen, seen Phantasm. The no. tall man with the, they have the silver ball that yeah, like goes I in know the eye I just, and everything. Yeah, I've never seen it. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it, yeah. Angus Scrim, I think, is the, the guy who played the tall man. Anyway, that's a really good one for this time of year. If you haven't seen uh, Phantasm, go watch that one. It's good. It's not Mask of the Phantasm, the, the animated Batman movie, right, which people that's get confused one. with. That one's good, but no, watch the horror movie from the 70s, Phantasm. All right. So Chelsea's up 1-0. Here we go. <laughs> this movie is a classic. It is. It's actually a sequel. Um, it has what? I don't think this is a sequel. I think this is the first one. And then... No. No. Honey, okay. honey, wait. All right, all right, all right. It's <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Isn't that first? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen it. Crap. No, that come, Honey, <laughs> I Blew Up the Kid was first, right? I've the seen second, all of those. I just, I just watched Honey Blew Up the Kid, and they were talking about... It's okay. You know when he was writing this list, he put Honey, I Shrunk the Audience? <laughs> that's, a, that's a show <laughs> in Disneyland. I love that one. Yeah, I've seen uh, all those. <laughs> wait, I could have swore Honey... Just look, at the, just look at the year. I shrunk the kids was... Yes, 89. Which one are you referring to? Honey, I honey, blew up. I shrunk the kids. Honey, I blew up the kid. Well, that yeah, was the sequel. Oh, that's the sequel. Well, honey, right. I blew up the kid is the sequel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it wasn't that great. <laughs> All right. Well, she's seen it. All right. I've seen the... Yeah. Oh. Chelsea's up 1-0. Okay. Crap. I'm so sorry because I'm pretty... I'm, I know for sure you haven't seen this one. This <laughs> is, like, not even fair at this point. Okay. Uh... I can't remember what year this is. I think it's the 1960s or 70s. Sorry, I went way past oh, the wow. year. Oh, we got uh, an old one on here. Don't worry. Yeah. We got it. We got a classic. Uh, I can't remember what year it is, but I think it's either late 60s or early 70s. Okay. Uh, it's a vampire movie. It's a comedy vampire movie. You're not gonna, <laughs> you're not going to know what this is. Uh, it's called The Fearless Vampire Killers. The Fearless. Uh, Roman, Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate famously was murdered by the Charles Manson group. What the heck? Uh, no way. That I don't want to watch that. That sounds awful. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not... <clears throat> no, that's what really happened. She died in real oh. life. Oh, okay. I thought you said that's the movie. Yeah, they killed an actress, so, right? That's the one? In the movie, it's a comedy about vampires. Oh, okay, okay. The actress in real life was murdered. Yeah, I did hear that they yeah. they killed an actress, but I didn't know who it was. And she was pregnant, so that's oh, her. Wow. Oh, that's her. Oh, yeah. That's... Wow. Yeah. No, that's... never seen it. It looks cool, though. <laughs> this, this almost looks like... It's a good movie. Uh, what year does it say it is? I can't remember. I think 60s, maybe. 67. 67. 67, that seems right. Yeah, I like the... It's a good movie? Oh, yeah, I love it. I think it's great. They actually made a play out of it later down the road, um, uh, and it's called, like, Tanster Vampire or whatever. They adapted it. Okay. But, yeah, it's a good movie if you like vampire stuff, and it's kind of I funny. Do. I like it. I don't it. know. I like it. It's a, com it's a comedy. See, as 
I, I'm like, yeah, I've seen a lot of like good stuff, and then Chelsea comes over. Yeah, then here. she comes in and makes you realize you don't know anything. Oh, Jack! It's All a right. good one. This was I'll let Chris. This was your pick. This is like one of your favorite movies. Uh, where is it? There we go. Um, this is the one and only movie I've ever cried in. <laughs> this is the only one? <laughs> the one and only movie that I cried in. I will say it again just so people know. I used to be embarrassed of it, but you know what? I own it now. Just Titanic. Embrace, just embrace it. Titanic. Have you seen Titanic? Not all of it. Okay, then you haven't seen it. Yeah! yeah we got one! We got one! But no I joke, I literally... It. I haven't seen it all. I, I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through, but I know like all the scenes from it and stuff. Like, yeah, but she throws the thing over the diamond. Just because you read the cliff notes doesn't no, mean you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, just because you listened to "Oops, yeah. I Did It Again" doesn't mean you know about yeah. it. <laughs> cliff notes, definitely. But yeah. yeah, I don't think I've watched the whole. I've never Spark watched notes, like the whole thing. Notes. Yeah, Spark notes. Yeah. But I actually did cry in the movie, guys. Fun fact about Chris. Gosh, I would like. I, I was kind of young when that movie came out, and I don't. I cried when Jack yeah. died because Leonardo DiCaprio is my favorite actor. Nine, Never let go. He he is my favorite actor. Is that like the first time you saw women's yahoos? Probably. What? We didn't have the internet. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have the internet back then. So. Uh, like, I, I, I remember that's the reason. Well, I was trying to make a uh, yeah. a hocus pocus reference. Yabos. So, oh. That's yabos. 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 I've seen that movie so many times. Yabos. You mean yabos? Okay. So, uh, uh, we got, we went, we got a point. We got a point. Woo! Yeah, that was the reason why I couldn't watch that movie when I was younger. Wait, so it's two to one, Chelsea? Two to one. Two to All one. Right, All right. You. The next <laughs> movie stars Brad Pitt. I think it was a 90s film. Didn't do very well. Okay. Um, I have hope. It's a really weird movie. It's kind of like Roger Rabbit, but for adults. Oh, I know. It's Cool World. I, I know it. I've, it's what is on it? my list to watch. To watch, and I haven't seen it. There's it's a cool. A weird, that movie, Wait, are we on there's a Super weird? Nintendo uh, game on it too. Really? There's a bunch of. Oh, it's there. Uh, yeah. Okay. So and it's actually kind of pricey. That's why I know it. Oh okay. I've yeah, it's a weird it. movie. It's yeah. like it's I think rated R. I think, and it's like adult, and it's like Roger Rabbit, where it mixes animation with live action. Yeah. No, it's definitely one of the movies on there. I'm like, hey, I gotta get to that, you know? It's not, like, super good, but you should watch it at least, because it is interesting to watch. Right, because he plays a detective, too. Right, and I think the main actor is Gabriel Brine, the Irish actor. I think that's the main guy. Yeah, you are correct. He's like, he's like a comic book artist, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, kind uh, of a knockoff. Question: okay. Are we scoring as a team yeah. or separate? I well, think it is a team. Okay. I've never seen it either. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just making sure because All right. we should have the advantage. One of us could have seen it, one not, <laughs> and then we get a point. But I think it's more fun because it's two against one. All right, this one. I'm pretty sure you've seen this. Okay. Okay. So before you, this, you picked this one though. I know, but I'm like, <laughs> if she is, hasn't seen this, <sighs> okay. So before Anne Hathaway was a big name, you know, uh, she started off in a little Disney movie called Princess Diary. I've uh, seen it a million times. Gosh dang yes. it! Oh, oh. I saw that in the movie theater. I quote it with my friends. Oh, uh, Max, Max, Max. Stay off the grass. Right. I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> You're up, Chelsea. She's up. All right. 3-1. I'm carrying the team here, man. 
Okay, so you're I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. I picked another super obscure you, thing. You gotta do better on this. That okay. You've never probably seen. Um, it's by the same director as Phantasm. It stars uh, Bruce Campbell. Ooh. And it's okay. called Bubba, Bubba Hotep. Hotep. I've seen it. You have? I'm a big Bruce Campbell fan. Oh, I'm excited then. Like, yes. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Oh, awesome. So happy you've seen it. Okay, cool. I haven't. <laughs> now who's carrying the team? <laughs> what is it, two or three? Yeah, it's is... good. Oh. Have you seen I... My Name is Bruce? Uh, Evil Dead? I think I started it, but I didn't <coughs> finish it. Bubba Hotep. Yeah, Bubba Hotep is good. I, it's good. been a while since I've seen it. So I would have to, it'd be like one of those times, like, I know I've seen it, but I've forgotten um, most of it. If you like, so. if you like Bubba Hotep, and I won't use this in a, in a previous episode because I'm asking if you've seen it, but, um, there's another movie called John Dies at the End, and it's by the same director. Okay. Uh, who did Phantasm and Bubba Hotep, and it's, okay. it's really good. It's by one, uh, a writer that did, um, he did stuff for Crack.com. And they made it into this movie. It's 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 a good it's a fun movie. It, it's um it's from like maybe a couple years ago, it's called John Dies at the End. It was a he made it into a book and then it made it into right a now. movie. Okay. All right. Okay. So you've seen Bubba Hotep. I All have right. Seen, what? Just based off the movie by itself, or by uh based off the name. By the Bubba, actor. Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep. All right. Um. Okay. This one. I don't think you've seen it. I think I think I know you've never seen it. All right. Fun fact, I don't know if I've said this, but... Um, I think I saw this at the end theater. No, I... Oh. No, I saw this with my parents. I saw it with you and your mom. Did you? Yeah. I don't remember that. It's it was okay. okay. Our this childhood is from, was more meaningful to this, me than you. <laughs> this is from 1995, I believe. Uh, <coughs> when blockbuster movies were... Oh, 1996. Like, this is like the epitome blockbuster movie. Not great, but... High action, high special effects. Um, it's Independence Day. I don't think I've ever seen What? Yes! Didn't I pick that? I think I knew that. Okay, so fun fact. When I was on the... Uh, Again, I've seen YouTube. parts, but I definitely... Like, I think I've seen more of Titanic than I I've seen of Independence too. Day, for sure. I was uh, flying to Detroit, to Detroit and um, oh, yeah. I was sitting... Next to James Duvall, who is one of uh, uh, Randy Quaid's kids. So we were kind of talking, and I recognized him. Uh, he's a cool guy, James Duvall. You know, he's Donnie really Darko. Cool. Is that the same yeah, guy? that yeah, that I... Donnie Darko. And I think when we were talking, that's why I I kind of had some inside information. I don't know if that's cheating or not, but I'm gonna take it. <laughs> and uh, that's fine. Fun fact about Bill Pullman from the uh, from the movie: I was actually his go-to computer tech when I worked at a storefront working computers. Uh, he knew me by name, and he would always just talk to me. I actually, never asked to take a picture of them because we were just like I felt like we're on that level where you know we're cool. I feel like I'd <laughs> I'd ruin the friendship if like was he nice? He's was he, like, awesome. Nice? He's very nice. He knew he's, you by your like, he knew by me by, by Chris. Yeah, and then he goes. He goes, hey, Chris, he goes, I'm going to go do some Broadway work, so I'm not going to be here for a while. So, uh, you know, when I come back, I'll definitely bring my computer in for more work, this and that. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, great, no problem. And then I quit my job. So I don't have his contact information, so I couldn't like. No more Bill Pullman. Huh? 
No more Bill Pullman. No stories. more Bill Pullman. We could have had him as a freaking guest. Chris. We could have, but he was the nicest, most sincere guy I've ever met. So, which I, I honestly would have expected. He seems like it. I mean, he was our president. Yeah, he was. He was Mr. President. But, <laughs> but yeah, he was. He's a really cool guy. We could always trust cool. our president. So, so fun, fun fact. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, we got another point. So what, what is what's the t- what's the score? Three so three. It's three three. No, oh, three wow. two. Three two. Three two. She's okay. Yeah. Okay. Three two. Three, three two. Three two. Yeah. Okay. My last one. Uh, I'm maybe thinking you might might seen it. Uh, it has Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. The director is Terry Gilliam. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also has Benicio del Toro. Oh wow. Once upon a time. This movie is actually not what you're thinking of. It's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, you know what? I've never seen. I've never seen it. Oh, it's I so know. Good. I know, and, and I, know, I know Sanch would be like... Yeah, because he, he dressed up as uh, yeah, that was as like Hunter his, S. Thompson. That was his go-to cosplay for years. Yeah, I love Hunter S. Thompson. But no. yeah, I watched. I used to watch that movie all the time when I was like in, my, in high school. Damn. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I honestly won. thought you guys might She won, but, but... No, I should see that. That's one of those movies like, oh, I should see that. It's not even that obscure. Just as a friendship plan, we should get to the last the last movie and see if she's seen it. I don't think she's seen this. All right, so this is a classic musical. We've already lost, but let's just let's just throw it out there. Okay, it's four two classic musical. It's uh was it, it was based on a play and then made into a movie. Uh, classic songs like "If I Was a Rich Man," da, 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 da. "Fiddler on the Roof." I've never seen Fiddler. Yes! Yeah. Yes, that's a but great movie. But I know movie. of it. I know that song. Yes. We didn't get destroyed today. No. But we still lost. We only lost by one. Yeah. That's okay. But but Fiddler on the <laughs> Roof, fantastic musical, fantastic themes, acting, music. If you haven't seen Fiddler on the Roof. You guys have both seen Fiddler on the Roof? No, not me. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I have. No, but it's a classic. Like, I, it's a classic musical. So... We, we got to bend the rules a little bit. I mean, you're For sure. you're the ju- yeah, you're the yeah. juggernaut. All right, I'm going everywhere with mine. So so uh, now is the time where we actually get into our movie of the week. So as mentioned before, uh, we're going to 1979, and it is a movie that to this day is so influential to. Sci-fi, sci-fi. Yeah. not just sci-fi, but like horror, horror. Uh, atmosphere, directing, it was uh, costume awesome designs. It's alien <coughs> set so, design, set yeah. design, all this stuff. Yeah. So we're gonna get into it. But uh, this movie was uh, suggested by Chris. So Chris, why don't you uh, take it away? Let me start off with, um, like I said before, I was never really into the horror films because I'm kind of a wuss back when I was a kid. Um, but when they told me we were doing Halloween type stuff. Uh, it took me a little while, but I was like, okay, let's do, let's do Alien, because I do like that movie, and it's really good. Um, this movie came out in 1976, like we said. 79. Um, oh, 79. I'm reading my, my notes here, but obviously I can't read. <laughs> uh, but, you know, after doing some research, apparently this movie came after the Jaws and Star Wars craze. So, uh, 20th Century Fox wanted to make a movie... That basically was Star Jaws. So um, they wanted to do the type oh, yeah. of space thing and the type of monster that was kind of like a Jaws. Um, this movie uh, is based 
based on a on a low budget movie called Dark Star, which in 1974 was made, and the alien in that movie was basically a beach ball with duck feet. If you haven't seen the, a this, yeah, yes, I've seen yes, pictures yeah, of that, yeah. So it's kind of a spoof movie, and uh, Alien kind of was. I, I, was it influenced by that, or they kind of like had the same idea for that? Uh, but <clears throat> this movie is great. Uh, basically, it has Sigourney Weaver. I never say her name correctly. Um, and her and her crew are in outer space, and I, I don't remember what they were trying, what they were uh, harvesting out there. Uh, they went out there to get something. So they're, they, um, for I forget what they do. They yeah. get like shipments of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they're out there on contract and they get a certain percentage of whatever they're going to make. And, um, lo and behold, they get, they get woken up early on their way home cause they're in hibernation and, um, they couldn't figure out why it only woke them up, what, uh, halfway home and they're getting a distress signal from a nearby, uh, they weren't sure where, but then they found it was a uh, planet. And so when they get there, they see this uh, this spaceship, and when they go inside, basically there's an egg, and uh, it goes and latches onto this guy's face. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty John much. John Hurt. And lo and behold, the alien gets implanted in his chest, they bring him back on the ship, and then just wreaks havoc. Wreaks havoc. Yep. And, so oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and really, this was... A real game changer for sci-fi and for horror. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but actually the writers met with Roger Corman, and they actually had like papers ready. Like this was so really? close to being a Roger Corman mm. film. Could you imagine? Could you imagine this like <coughs> Alien? We would not have Alien if it was this low budget, like quick production, just piece of. Crap. <laughs> but like you know it's just crazy how certain movies um are almost one yeah. thing and then you know with i think without because roger corman would have freaking um directed it he would have produced yeah. it so um it would have been totally and, different yeah thank god it wasn't it wasn't roger and actually the original name of this movie is called star beast star beast yeah oh wow yeah so glad they changed that too uh but yeah it's 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 great um so basically, the the writers, this movie was really greenlit because of one scene, and it was the Which scene one? that you always remember. It's the oh, yeah. alien popping out of the chest, and really, like as they were writing it, this was the whole like they were like they had one draft and they hated it and they rewrote it, but the only thing that stuck from the first draft was the bursting scene. The, okay, and and really, this movie got okayed and got you know greenlit because that scene everyone knew was going to be um really rememberable apparently the actors had no idea how much blood was going to squirt out of his chest yeah so when you actually see the the girl in the background when she slips and falls it's because she was surprised by how much shoots out of this guy's chest (laughs) and it's actually really pig pig blood too so uh it's i love that scene it's it's one of the best oh man you think everything's okay everything's calm and quiet and then all of a sudden all hell breaks loose and that that's yeah. very effective scary it's scary yeah what, what are your thoughts on this uh chelsea what, oh like, man i love this movie i went through a phase of <laughs> loving uh, you know, getting really into alien getting really into aliens um i love it's it still scares me i think i was watching it you know a little bit of it today 
and the scene where you know the alien pops out like anytime the alien pops out, it, it totally it's yeah scares the crap out of me um i absolutely love the set design i love mm-hmm. how they designed all of that technology um that type of kind of old technology has such a certain type of I don't know, feeling. I don't know when I look at... Like, um, for example, in they made a game. I think it's called Alien Isolation. It's like the yeah. only oh, yeah, alien they game they've ever made. Um, and I'm way too afraid to play it. <laughs> so I just play, I just watch it on... <laughs> I heard it was scary. Oh, yeah. Because you are you can't um, you can't kill the alien. You have to, like, hide from it. You can, like, stun it, but you can't kill it completely. So it's like you're hiding, you know, in a locker or under a table. Like, it's creepy but they you they they got that that um that type of technology that futuristic 80s technology in the game like they made oh, it cool. look you know with that green the green uh screen kind of on the computers with that kind of text and everything i absolutely that's what i look at is all the little details of the film all the little lights and buttons and the monitors and and the seats and the the room where they you know their their dining room kind of area where they all mm-hmm. I love that that kind of octagon shape of the hallways. It always reminds me of like the the living room what? in ET. Like, yes, I which I was wa- I was watching that the other oh, night. Really? Yeah, very similar. I, yeah. I haven't seen ET in me. so long. And I love and that's one of the main things. It's so weird, but one yeah. of the main things I love about ET is their dining room and and um and kitchen. I don't right. know. Why. I love, and I also love the kitchen from Poltergeist a lot. I don't know why I pay attention to stuff like that. Yeah. But I, when I think no, of I those movies, I think of oh yeah, that kitchen or that that room where they're eating, like the certain certain set pieces that are just as memorable as the characters. Yeah. Or the lines, you know. Oh, so, totally. Um, I just yeah, I love the look of the film. It's very claustrophobic. Very. You know. It is. It, uh, the alien. Even for that time, the alien design is scary and good and not hokey or cheesy. I ne- I've never thought, like... He's terrifying. Of, I've never thought any of it looked cheesy or bad. Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's 1979, yeah. too. It's just like, for that it's time, it's, it's, it's definitely up. scary. Now, you know, just a couple of years later, I mean, the shark from Jaws is effective, but still, you know, I it's, it's kind of... You know, not as good looking. I mean, it, it's yeah. hard because, you know, Jaws is out in the bright light. But I think they can kind of hide more because the aliens and shadows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love Sigourney Weaver. I'm a big fan of Sigourney Weaver. I love John Hurt. I love Ian Holm. Um, I Bilbo. love Dean Stanton. Nancy Cartwright. Bilbo I like all these people. Tom Scare. All these people. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's really an ensemble piece. And uh, I was watching this documentary on Alien, and that was one of the things Ridley Scott. Have we even mentioned Ridley Scott? It's freaking Ridley Scott. Um, mm-hmm. One of his first films. But he really was looking at the characters and kind of the look of the characters, and he wanted this feel to be like timeless, and mm-hmm. and that this crew could be of any time of any planet. Um, and I think it works, like, even to this day. Um, and, and what's, when you mentioned, the, um, just feeling, like, really enclosed in that claustrophobia, um, yeah, I mean, even the beginning of the, of the movie where it's all just the ship, right? And they're still in hibernation, but you're getting like the, op- the yeah. yeah, the opening, Extreme. you're getting the, 
that enclosed. And you look at the exterior shots, like, the ship's pretty big, but um, you look in interior, and actually the, the, the actors themselves said they felt really constricted and felt like Custer... Well, it, it's, an, it's an eerie feeling too because it's so confined and dark you never know what could be lurking in those right. in, in the dark and that's and, what yeah. and, and, and on the the posters that was their tagline is in space no one can hear you scream mm -hmm. yeah so uh, yeah um, what you were saying earlier uh, Chris is that you, you're not super into horror but this movie you, you did enjoy right I did you're saying yeah I actually get that comment a lot from people like my mom my mom doesn't like horror movies all that much but she will, she'll watch Alien, she'll watch any of the Alien movies, because she seems, that it's like, sci-fi is, is like, where, if it's sci-fi horror, oh, it's sci-fi horror, so it's not really horror that much, the sci-fi is what grabs yeah. the people, if it's just horror, oh, no, I don't want to do the horror, but people, if it's sci-fi horror, and it, people don't really like horror movie, they'll go for the sci-fi horror. Right. I actually, like, didn't want to even watch this movie when I was a kid. I was at a sleepover, and they wanted to put it on. It was, like, around Halloween time. And, of course, I'm going to say, yeah, around my friends. I'm going to say, oh, no. But then I end up really enjoying it, not really. I mean, it's terrifying, but not in the sense of how I used to get terrified by other movies. Uh, but it, I just, it's great. Yeah. It's amazing how it honestly is still a very effective film. I mean, everything looks really good, um, and it's still scary. It, it hold, The scares hold up, in my opinion. It still sure. creeps me out. A lot. Even Ian Holmes acting where he's like, yeah. spoiler alert, he's a robot. Yeah. Um, but uh, even his his acting of like just being crazy and I mean and trying to kill her and everything is just like amazing. I, I love him in that what? so much. It always makes me laugh because he sticks like a magazine down her throat. Yes. I know. Yeah. Like death by magazine. Well, let me tell you. Magazines, I guess, are apparently a weapon. I, one time I was driving, uh, an Uber driver had picked me up from the airport, take me home, and he was talking to my mom oh, about wow. this time he was in, um, yeah, I know, this one time he was like in the Bahamas or somewhere, I don't know, some sketchy kind of place maybe, and these people were going to steal from him, so he rolled up a magazine and he drove it through the guy's eye. What the heck? Yeah, and I leaned over to my mom and I was like, I want to get out of here. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no! Like this I was guy's like, getting one star. magazines in here. We gotta get out of here. Um, and I'm just, I'm like looking at my mom. Like he blinded a man. We have to get out of the car. He oh blinded a man. Like I'm so gonna kill them. But like, apparently, a walled up magazine like Ian Holm uses is very right. effective uh, for apparently. blinding people or trying to suffocate them and kill them. Yeah. So No, and and that scene is like. Oh, he's so it, good and it, scary. It, 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 I, to me, I don't feel like because that's a huge twist. And that is a, that a robot. And, and when you, whenever you hear twist, you think of like Sixth Sense or yeah. Um, that's just the first one that comes to my mind right now. But like you know, where where's this one? Like this one, it was it still holds up. Yeah. You're like, what the heck? He's not only is he a robot, but he's sabotaging the entire crew. He's the one that let the the face hugger on. Yeah. To the um, onto the ship, um, it's just like he opened Whoa. the doors. Yeah, when she said, well, no. I love the scene where she's reading, you know, like his, you know, what what is the protocol or like whatever. Like nineteen thirty-seven or something like that. It out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she leans back and his face is there, and I, yeah. you know, kind of looking too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so good. And then he has like white stuff dripping on his head. Yeah. And I was like, what the yes. heck is going on here? When I, 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 it's been a long time since I've seen it. And that you know that that white stuff is actually like milk. Caviar yeah. and marbles. 
Well, I, um, so I love Aliens, the sequel, and I love, my favorite character is Lance Henriksen's character, Bishop. Right. And I guess they were saying that when he, you know, because he got all messed up in the movie too, that it's like, yeah, it's like yogurt and milk and all this stuff. And they said they like left it out. So he had to drink a bunch and he got like sick and everything. But yeah, it's like, it's so gross looking. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Aliens. Here's this shameless plug. So. Uh, actually, episode 35, we did an Aliens episode. It was a few years ago when we were exclusively an 80s podcast. So um, if you enjoyed this um, this episode, go back to episode 35 and we talk all things Aliens. What I really like about this movie, too, is uh, it has that less is more effect. Mm-hmm. So basically, I, I looked this up. Hitchcock. Uh, Alien time screen total is three minutes and 36 seconds in the whole entire movie, in the two-hour movie. Uh, you don't get a partial glimpse of them until about 56 minutes into the movie, and you finally get a, f- uh, a full shot at an hour and eight minutes. Now, one of my favorite scenes is when uh, the captain is in, in the uh, the vents, mm-hmm. and you see that radar thing, the bloop. It keeps getting closer and closer and closer. And you don't see him, but you can actually feel the terror of it getting closer and closer and closer without even having to see uh alien so uh that that's like one of my favorite parts and i just think it's crazy how you don't have to see much of this creature to be terrified and that's all ridley scott because uh, a lot of the production designers and you know people making the suit were like hey there's not enough scenes where the monster's actually in it and he's like no that's intentional because people what they don't see and, like, actually, your imagination is yeah. worse than what you actually do see on camera. And that's a very Hitchcock thing. Um, he wouldn't reveal the monster yeah. or the villain to, the, like, the very end. And it, and it's true. And I think that's, like, modern horror. It's, like, straight. Great. It's straight, like, all right, here's the bad guy. Here's what it looks like, you know. Um, but actually, your imagination fills that empty space of saying, like, mm-hmm. what is it? And I think that's where... That's why this movie still can stand the test of time because you're not looking at a cheap, you know, model. You're like, oh, well, that looks terrible, right? Or it's like the acting of that, you know, yeah. of that serial killer looks weird or whatever. It's like you actually, uh, your imagination fills in the, the void. Mm-hmm. And the, the fun fact about corn, and I'm going back to what I said, and alien. Which I actually just found out recently. Uh, the concept designer, H.R. Giger, the artist, uh, yeah. he actually designed the microphone stand for the lead singer of Korn. And he brings that on tour ever since like the early oh, really? like, 90s. That dude's a freak. Yeah. That dude's a oh, weird Have you seen his, the... his art? It's crazy. Well, it's... Oh, it is insane. He mixes I, um, like... I watched a documentary yeah. about him once. Oh, when really? he got older. Because I think he passed away. <laughs> but he had, he had... His house was really weird. I mean, of course, he had all this art and stuff. But he had like a... a this creepy looking backyard and he had a train and the train would go through all his artwork in the back it was really weird um but it's beautiful artwork but it's very um has a very i guess sexual kind of overtone yeah. to a lot of the artwork it's very like kind of full gut phallic and stuff kind of things it's it's a little weird yeah no alien that's what alien is like they're <coughs> yes, saying there's yeah. a lot of yeah women parts <laughs> for the lack of there are like yeah yeah the face hugger it's like and it's, really in, it's and about he, like in, he's basically impregnating yeah. the guy yeah and um 
So, hey, remember, sorry, tangent, but in Spaceballs, the same actor, John Hurt, he's in that. And, like, I can't believe he's, like, in that movie, too. I don't know how they even got him. He's oh, in that's the movie? It? I thought there was more, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, he just, like, stopped. Sorry. Oh, he's, a, he's in that movie, like, too. Yeah. No, uh, I love John Hurt. He's, uh, oh, I know. He's Rest great. in peace. Love him. Yeah. Now, um, on, a, on a more serious note, um... I want to talk about the one one victim that I felt the worst for in the movie, um, Jonesy the cat. There was no victim. Okay, we gotta talk about the stupid cat. Let's the talk cat. about this cat. I feel bad for him, man. Why do you feel you know, bad for this cat? He's not a victim. She, he's sho- he's a she shoves him. She shoves him. Not a, like a, a victim of death, but a victim of abuse and neglect. <laughs> she kicks the. She takes him and shoves him into this little cage, and then she leaves him there. An alien like kicks him to the side. And then when she's it's finally like getting into the, the she's getting into the, the escape ship, she just throws them on the ground. No, I hate this cage. stupid cat. This stupid cat is the reason why so many people freaking died. So is well, that the real yeah. villain in the movie then? The, the cat. Yeah. Like, they're always like, oh, Jonesy, the cat. And they're looking for the stupid cat. And then the alien comes and eats it. Did they ever say why, why they were looking for Jonesy? The they always are like, Jonesy, Jonesy. As if, like, the human lives aren't I would have used that important. stupid cat as bait. I would have put it in a cage. <laughs> and then I would have, like, put him in Aww, something Jonesy. and just, like, that, that freaking cat is the reason why three of your crew members died. Like, I just thought it was funny cat. how, like, they just put it. it she's supposed to, obviously it wasn't the cage in the scene. But, like, she just gets into the... Uh, the escape, like the and ship, and she just throws it on the ground like it's no big deal. <laughs> and then, and then they put, yeah, I don't know. I wish they would have established it a little. Like, what's the what, big what's deal? the big deal of the cat? I think yeah, I don't know why cute. she yeah risked yeah. her neck to like save that cat, but um, my cat looked just like that one, so I was like, heck yeah, save <laughs> the cat. I love cats. Her name Jonesy. How how did this cat Jonesy. live while they were hibernating too? That was, hi- it was probably in hibernation too. It was, it was in with it was in with one. It was, of them was it okay? I think okay, it's, I it's like part. a crew member. Probably what it is is like for them to have some kind of um, yeah. They need something. Yeah, companionship yeah. or like oh, those are like crazy. having a. Don't they do that sometimes? Like on like boats and things yeah. like that. Yeah. They'll have like Forget a dog that cat, or dude. that cat. Yeah, that what was evil. with the cat? I never got that though. Not stupid. That Even cat. after one, everyone's dead. She's still trying to find it. Sigourney Weaver almost died. Rip, Ripley yeah. almost died yeah. because of that cat. Yep. Like, no, I'm, I'm using that cat for bait. I'm putting it on a string. I'm hanging wow. it up. And once the alien comes, I'm <coughs> freaking blowing it up to, to smithereens. Hey, man, that cat did not ask to be on that ship, okay? No it's, one asked for true. it to be there. He true. didn't want to be there. He wanted to be on Earth. What? And she was ha- trying to help him. Uh, that's bait. Um, <laughs> so bait. here's the thing. I was thinking about this. You actually don't see... Why? Why the alien? Like you never see the alien eat the humans. Just stab him with his. Uh, it just kills it. But yeah. You, what happens to the bodies after? Well, okay. Originally, in the deleted, uh, this isn't a deleted scene. Originally, the idea was before they actually had the what was it, the queen alien in the next movie. Right. What What they would do is take the bodies, and he would like the alien would put put them on a wall in this goop, and eventually they would turn into the egg. And the cycle will start again. And, and uh, what, what are the things called that come out of it? The uh, face hugger? Yeah. yeah. So then... It has the, a name, though. It yeah. has, like, its own name. So the face hugger would eventually form in this egg from the human bodies. It's, I guess it's just a reproduction. But that's, I was reading that the, that didn't actually make the movie. The big guys are called xenomorphs. Yeah. Yeah. So that didn't actually make the movie because they had the next idea for the next movie to have the, uh, the queen. 
I watched the director's cut where it actually showed it, but I actually I read that wasn't that. originally in it. Seen it so the humans actually become eggs is what I I read online. Huh. This is what it's saying. It says the face hugger is the second stage in the life cycle of yeah. a xenomorph. It doesn't really tell you like that it has a name or anything, but it's the second. So it goes from pod to that. To yeah, xenomorph. xenomorph. Okay, so I've never seen Alien Covenant. I've seen um, uh, what's the what's Resurrection? the one with um, with Renata Ryder? Nope. Aliens three. There's Alien. Oh, nope. Prometheus? Keep going. <laughs> Prometheus. Prometheus. I've okay. seen Prometheus. Right. Um, and I liked it. I, I liked it, it too. People were I, hating I thought it on was it. Good. I like, like what? Prometheus. People are split on that one. But I liked Prometheus, um, and because I liked that it linked a lot to the first one to, to Alien. Yeah, I think that's why people didn't like it. They're like, it's a prequel. I'm like, well, it was kind of advertised as that a little bit. Um, so. Do they mention in this one Waylon? I don't think I was paying attention because in the second one they mention Waylon, Utani. Uh, barely. I think it's in the written. It's written like they're they're part of the Waylon. Um, Companies like they're definitely they work, they one of work my for Wayland. That's who they most, that's who commissions it. Definitely one of my most famous or my favorite um, evil corporations in a film is yeah. Wayland. Yut- <laughs> so basically, going back, I looked it up. The reason why um, Alien would kill these people is for a process called egg morphing. It's a process where the xenomorphs are capable of transforming non-xenomorphic organic material into a viable egg. It is, in essence, an alternative means of uh, reproduction that does not require the presence of an egg-laying queen. And this concept originates from the deleted scene in Alien, but it didn't make it. So that's originally why. Okay. But, I mean, now they just kill. (laughs) Right. And and then, you know, it's crazy to think that this series is still going. Um, One of the things I thought was, there's not a lot of sci-fi horror that's happening now like right now we're seeing a lot of yeah yeah well whatever the conjuring is doing whatever you classify that as just remakes and and it's like conjuring the nun you know annabelle that kind of it's all supernatural stuff supernatural ghosts um which i like i like that though too yeah but there's not that horror sci-fi and and especially like in the 50s that's all it was was like sci-fi monster movies and I feel like the, the aliens system. coming to Earth kind of thing has been done a lot, yeah. and maybe certain things. There, I feel like they're, you know, need to get a fresh new thing on it. I, I liked Cloverfield. Cloverfield was pretty good. Um, I just recently watched Ten Cloverfield Lane. So that good. was kind of fun. Cloverfield. I actually got motion sickness and had to leave. The Definitely. Movie. Oh, I could see that. I saw oh, it in yeah. theater. I had to leave because I got sick. Yeah. I actually never watched it in theater. I watched it on home video. I think I own it. Home video. (laughs) (laughs) I think. DVD. (laughs) Blu-ray. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we should just talk about, you know, our our closing thoughts. And And our rating. And our rating. So, uh, Chris, you suggested it. So, why why don't you uh, give us your closing thoughts and and your rating? Not not being a big horror fan. movie person but being a huge lover of sci-fi um i just thought this movie was great uh the visual effects hold up still today even though it was made in 1979 um 
the the terror the movie gives you is just it's just amazing and it gets me every time i feel the same terror i did when i saw it when i was like 13 um with that being said i give it five jonesy the cats out of five jonesy the cats there you go <laughs> she's laughing <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> anyway my turn it is your turn okay um definitely recommend this movie are you insane if you haven't seen it um this again holds up scared me when i was watching it today um i just i i love this movie it's honestly one of my it's it's one of my favorites for sure uh, along with also the sequel um definitely recommend it again like i was saying earlier if you don't really like horror but you like sci-fi horror you're, you're gonna probably see it you're gonna like it um I, uh, I give it 10 out of 10 face huggers. Wow. You went from the five scale to the 10. I really think it's good. It's so good. It is really good. Um, okay. So this movie is the total package. It's got atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It's got a great score. We didn't really talk about that. It's got great acting and actors. And actually, um, people did not want... The, the cast... There was a lot of beef <laughs> that was going on. Really? Um, behind scenes, with specifically with Sigourney Weaver, because she came from uh, theater, and everybody else was pretty established in film. So, um, actually, uh, I'm going to freaking butcher his uh, acting name, so I'm just going to say the Parker. Um who is this? Yafet Kato Kodo. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, like you know how Parker and Ripley how they're like arguing back and forth. Yeah. Um, that was actually real. They were like pissed off at each other. So, oh, and she's like yelling at yeah. Him, like, oh, when they're laughing talking? at each other and like giving That's each other. That's so good. Like, no, at the at the end where he's like, you know, we got to get out of here. Let's oh, okay. Get the, here's like yeah like yeah. here's what we need to do yeah and i was watching like, that today and i'm like that's like yeah they're like no, yelling wow. at each other yeah, and that's yeah. really real looking. they were pissed at each other they Made did not like better each other. but here these these are the things that like make this movie the atmosphere the set design the mm. creature design the directing um this is like a movie and, and you don't have to like horror to like this movie it's just a good movie it's a well done really polished good movie I give it 10 out of 10. You guys both took the things I was going to say. Uh, we'll just say xenomorphs. There you go. All right. Yeah. With the, the tongue of the xenomorphs, the little like teeth thing that comes out. I, I had a toy of that where you pressed like the back of the, the xenomorph and then the mouth part came out. There's this really, sorry, tangent. There's this really funny um, like gif, jif, whatever you want to say, of... A stapler doing that to a cat? Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. That's good. <laughs> I haven't. So okay, sorry, but you have to see it. It's good. It's really funny. So that is our episode... Uh, what is this? Episode 72. It's our alien... Yeah, guys, it is September. We're going just head head first into this whole Halloween thing. I mean, I love it. I'm so, excited because you guys are going to make me watch some movies I probably never would have <laughs> yes. watched. I kind of uh, um, know what I want to pick next, but I don't want to okay. announce it. Yeah, but, don't announce it. Because so I'm kind of playing around with ideas. Yeah. So stay tuned because we have some um, exciting, you know, special guests that are coming in October and going to be talking 
um, about Halloween, and uh, we got some fun things planned for this October. But like I said earlier, episode 35, if you like this episode and you want like more alien, you like hearing us talk about aliens, and uh, this one is episode 35, directed by James Cameron, fantastic movie. Um, I think I said, I don't remember it. But I think I like this. I like Aliens more than Alien. I think it's one of the best sequels ever. Yeah. So, um, but that's our time after spending time alone. Oh wait, sorry. I'm oh, interrupt. you're just cutting me off. Right? Oh Go wow. For it. Oh, sorry. Go for it. <laughs> Song of the week is. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me, Miss Miss Hall. I am. I, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Had to interrupt. I'm sorry. Yes. Guys, I picked a song. It's from the 70s, from 1972. There you go. There you go. It's it's Deep Purple's Space Truckin'. Ooh! I do like that song. When you're in space and there's an alien on your ship, you're space truckin'. I don't know. I tried to link it. But anyway, there there you go. go. There you go. Awesome. So Deep Purple, uh, Space Truckin', 1972. That's a good one. So uh, now you may continue. Sorry. Okay. Continue. So so yeah, make sure you listen to the song of the week. Uh, we didn't have one last week because uh, <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do my homework. Yeah. It, it, well, I was gonna not throw you under the bus. You throw yourself under the bus. But uh, yeah, so the <laughs> song of the week. Well, that's our time after spending time alone in space fighting off xenomorphs. We gotta <laughs> hop back into the DeLorean and travel back to the future.
No, I hate this stupid cat. This stupid cat is the reason why so many people freaking died. 